0: Good afternoon, friends. Today is April 24th, 2020. Today we're in Jeremiah 49 and 50. We're still looking at the judgments of God. I ask for you to hang in there. These are long chapters. I hope I didn't just lose a bunch of you. Right at that moment. So the judgment on An, Edom, Damascus, Kidar, Hazer, Elam, Babylon, Babylonia. All of these are leading up to the time end for those countries back in the BCs. These have parallel implications for the times we're living in right now especially for America America is the term in the United in in the book of Revelations used is mystery Babylon that's what America is mystery Babylon but first let's get through the judgment on Ammon against the Ammonites thus says the Lord Has Israel no sons? Has he no heir? Why then does Milcom inherit Gad, and his people dwell in its cities? Therefore, behold, the days are coming, says the Lord, that I will cause to be heard an alarm of war in Rabbah of the Ammonites. It shall be a desolate mound, and her villages shall be burned with fire. Incidentally, Mystery Babylon is burned with fire through war. In the end times. Let's go on. Then Israel shall take possess, possession of his, his inheritance, says the Lord. Wail, O Heshbon, for I is plundered. Cry, you daughters of Rabbah, gird yourselves with sackcloth. Lament and run to and fro by the walls. For Milcom shall go into captivity, with his priests and his princes together. Why do you boast in the valleys, you, your flowing valley, O backsliding daughter? Who trusted in her treasures, saying, Who will come against me? Behold, I will bring fear upon you, says the Lord of, God of hosts. From all those who are around you, you shall be driven out, one headlong. And no one will gather those who wander off. But afterward I will bring you back. Afterward I will bring back the captives of the people of Ammon, says the Lord. <coughs> the Judgment on Edom. Is wisdom no more in Teman? Has counsel perished from the prudent? Has their wisdom vanished? Flee, turn back, dwell in the depths, O inhabitants of Dedan. For I will bring the calamity of Esau upon him, the time that I will punish him. If grape-gatherers come to you, would they not leave some gleaning grapes? If thieves by night, would they not destroy until they have enough? But I have made Esau bare. I have uncovered his secret places." And he shall not be able to hide himself. There's a theme that's running through this. A backsliding daughter who trusted in her treasures. I have uncovered secret places. That speaks of idols and perversion. His descendants are plundered, his brethren and his neighbors, and he is no more. Leave your fatherless children, I will preserve them alive, and let your widows trust in me. For thus says the Lord, Behold those whose judgment was not to drink of the cup, have assuredly drunk. And are you the one who will altogether go unpunished? You shall not go unpunished, but you shall surely drink of it. For I have sworn by myself, says the Lord, that Basra shall become a desolation, a reproach, a waste, and a curse and all its cities shall be perpetual wastes. (coughs) I'm going to interject something here, and from now on I think I will say um, interjection, so that it doesn't seem like my thoughts are the word of the Lord, which they definitely are not. Um, (coughs) So the interjection is, All these places that have judgment against them become a desolation and a waste. Um, The Lord is not going to put up with idol worship and perversion and the oppression of the poor and needy and the orphans and widows. He's not going to just overlook that. A lot of people think he has overlooked that because he hasn't done anything in thousands of years. The last time he did something is when his son, Jesus, our Lord, came. And that was 2,000 years ago. That's the last time he did something, or so people thought. Well, now people are saying, well, where is he? Where is the Lord? He's not coming again. People have been saying for decades, for centuries, he's coming again. But if you look at Bible prophecy, if you look at the Bible the way God intended it to be looked at, God does not work on our timing when we think it's a good time. He's looking at history from when he has preordained it and predestined it From the beginning of time. He's all-knowing, all-powerful wisdom. And he created the earth in seven days. Six days, actually. The seventh day he rested. So the four days was the 4,000 years since time was recorded until Jesus came. Then there were two years, because a year is a or a thousand years equals one year. One day, a thousand years is as one day. Six days, okay? First 4,000 years, then Jesus came, the next 2,000 years, and then he rested on the seventh day. That's the millennium thousand year reign of Christ. That's his rest. That's where he says labor to enter into the rest, the Sabbath rest. We're not talking about Saturday or Sunday, the day of the Lord, taking a day off, not working. We're talking about the Sabbath rest. The Sabbath rest is the last day, the seventh day, the thousand years. We are to labor to enter into the millennial reign of Christ. That's why the Sabbath is so important. That's why it's the most important of all of his commandments. this time was ordained. 2020. It's been 70 years since Mystery Babylon, America, has become a world superpower. That happened in 1950, they say, with the NATO signing. This is our 70th year. Okay, let's go on. I have heard a message from the Lord. And an ambassador has been sent to the nations. Gather together, come against her, and rise up to battle. For indeed I will make you small among nations, despised among men. Your fierceness has deceived you, the pride of your heart. O you who dwell in the clefts of the rock, who hold the height of the hill. Though you make your nest as high as the eagle, I will bring you down from there, says the Lord. Edom also shall be in astonishment. Everyone who goes by it will be astonished and will hiss at all its plagues. As in the overthrow of Sodom and Gomorrah and their neighbors, says the Lord, no one shall remain there, nor shall a son of man dwell in it. Behold, he shall come up like a lion from the floodplain of the Jordan against the dwelling place of the strong, but I will suddenly make him run away from her. And who is the chosen man that I may appoint over her? For who is like me? Who will arraign me? And who is that shepherd who will withstand me? Therefore hear the counsel of the Lord that he has taken against Eden and his purposes that he has proposed against the inhabitants of Teman. against the inhabitants of Teman. I lost my place. Surely the least of the flock shall draw them out. Surely he shall make their dwelling places desolate with them. The earth shakes at the noise of their fall, at the cry its noise is heard at the Red Sea. Behold, he shall come up and fly like the eagle, and spread his wings over Basra. The heart of the mighty men of Edom in that day shall be like the heart of a woman in birth pangs. Against Damascus Hamath and Arpad are shamed, for they have heard bad news. They are faint-hearted. There is trouble on the sea, it cannot be quiet. Damascus has grown feeble, she turns to flee, and fear has seized her. Anguish and sorrows have taken her like a woman in labor. Why is the city of praise not deserted, the city of my joy? Therefore her young men shall fall in her streets, and all the men of war shall be cut off in that day, says Lord of hosts. I will kindle a fire in the wall of Damascus, and it shall consume the palaces of Ben-Hadad. Against Kidar and against the kingdom of Hazor, which Nebuchadnezzar, king of Babylon, shall strike, thus says the Lord. Arise, go up to Kidar and dev- devastate the men of the east, their tents and their flocks they shall take away. They shall take for themselves their curtains, all their vessels and their camels, and they shall cry out to them, Fear is on every side, flee, get far away, dwell in the depths, O inhabitants of Hazor, says the Lord. For Nebuchadnezzar, king of Babylon, has taken counsel against you and has conceived a plan against you. Arise, go up to the wealthy nation that dwells securely, says the Lord, which has neither gates nor bars dwelling alone. Interjection? Sounds like America. A little bit. Verse 32. Their camels shall be for booty and the multitude of their cattle for plunder. I will scatter to all winds those in the farthest corners. And it will bring the calamity from all its sides," says the Lord. Hazer shall be a dwelling place for jackals, a desolation forever. No one shall reside there, nor son of man dwell in it. Interjection. There sure is a lot of talk about calamity. Just in the last four or five chapters of Jeremiah I've been reading, or even before that, maybe ten, The word calamity comes up a lot. Verse 34, judgment on Elam. The word of the Lord that came to Jeremiah the prophet against Elam in the beginning of the reign of Zedekiah, king of Judah, saying, Thus says the Lord of hosts, Behold, I will break the bow of Elam, the foremost of their might. Against Elam I will bring the four winds from the four quarters of heaven and scatter them toward all those winds. There shall be no nations where the outcasts of Elam will not go. For I will cause Elam to be dismayed before their enemies and before those who seek their life. I will bring disaster upon them, my fierce anger, says the Lord. And I will ascend the sword after them until I have consumed them. I will set my throne in Elam and will destroy from there the king and the princes, says the Lord. But it shall come to pass in the latter days. I will bring back the captives of Elam, says the Lord. So now we're starting on Jeremiah 50. Again, 50 is long. But it starts talking about the destruction of Babylon and Babylonia. Jeremiah 50 leads into Jeremiah 51, the utter destruction of Babylon. Now with this, we're talking about Babylon back in the 500 B.C. time. But Babylon was never utterly burned with fire. It just ceased to be a community. So what God is talking about is the utter destruction of mystery Babylon, the end times. The things he talks about in these chapters, these things did not happen to Babylon and Iraq. That just lays waste. There's really no reason for anyone to, like the whole world, to just descend on this buried, old, ancient city that's not doing anything. What's the point of that? There's no activity there. At the end of chapter 51 is talking about the fall of Jerusalem reviewed in chapter 52 after mystery Babylon is destroyed in the book of Revelations that's when the focus turns on Jerusalem now to me it stands to reason <clears throat> and I'm just putting this out there America is an ally of Israel. If we are taken out of the way, the grand prize is the nation that refuses to die, Israel. Israel, Hitler tried to wipe out Israel. Israel was scattered to the four winds. Back in Chronicles and Kings, in the Bible, they had forsaken the covenant with their lord with their god they had forsaken the commandments that were given to moses on mount sinai in hebron they f- completely forgot about the exodus and everything that that in- meant so at this point at this point god is like you know i'm i'm done i'm just i'm done <clears throat> and he scattered Israel. There was no prophets for like four hundred years, and then John the Baptist. He comes on the scene, and they're like, hmm, he, "He seems to be a prophet. Is he Elijah? Is he the, the coming again of Elijah?" Jesus said, "There was no greater prophet than than John the Baptist." John the Baptist was operating in the spirit of Elijah. In the book of Revelations, the spirit of Elijah comes on the earth again. That is to usher in the last exodus of God's people. We will all be released from this spiritual captivity of this world that we're living in. We are persecuted. Now, if if you're practicing your Christian faith and you're not persecuted, you might want to take that up with God because Jesus said we will be persecuted for our faith. We will. Look at what Paul went through. Look at what all the apostles went through. Um, You know, most of them were martyred. All but John, they think. So, anyway, it stands to reason that after chapters 50 and 51 go through the utter destruction of Babylon... Mystery Babylon. They're taken out of the way. We have to be taken out of the way for Jerusalem to be plundered and burned. But God miraculously saves Jerusalem. He saves Israel. I don't know about Jerusalem, but He saves Israel. That's that's when the Jews finally believe and realize that Jesus was the Messiah all along. Okay, so... Let's continue. Jeremiah 50. I'm trying to keep these episodes to 30 minutes or under. If you can't, for some reason, read your Bible... Then listening to these, if we have a year, I will try to take you through this. Let me mark where I started in Jeremiah 46. This is where I started the podcast. Okay, 50. The word that the Lord spoke against Babylon and against the land of the Chaldeans by Jeremiah the prophet. Incidentally, Benjamin Baruch had on remnant call yesterday. The Chaldeans are the deep state. Uh, Keep that in mind. Okay, verse 2. Declare among the nations, proclaim and set up a standard. Proclaim, do not conceal it. Say Babylon is taken, Bel is shamed. Merodach is broken in pieces. Her idols are humiliated. Her images are broken in pieces. For out of the north a nation comes up against her, which shall make her land desolate and no one shall dwell therein. They shall move, they shall depart, both man and beast. In those days and in that time, says the Lord, the children of Israel shall come, they and the children of Judah together. With continual weeping, they shall come and seek the Lord their God. They shall ask the way to Zion, with their faces toward it, saying, Come and let us join ourselves to the Lord in a perpetual covenant that will not be forgotten. Interjection. In those days and at that time, people will come and seek the Lord with their faces toward it. This is in the sky. They will be looking at the sky. They will ask the way to Zion. They want to join in a covenant that will not be forgotten because they have forsaken. We all at one point have forsaken our covenant with God. Verse 6. My people have been lost sheep. Their shepherds have led them astray. They have turned them away on the mountains. They have gone from the mountain to hill. They have forgotten their resting place. All who, all who found them have devoured them. And their adversaries said, we have not offended because they have sinned against the Lord, the habitation of justice, the Lord, the hope of their fathers. Interjections. Yes, our pastors have led us astray. They did not warn us. They did not warn us of what's what's happening on the earth. God will hold them responsible if they did that knowingly. Verse 8. Move from the midst of Babylon. Go out of the land of the Chaldeans. And be like the rams before the flocks. For behold, I will raise and cause to come up against Babylon an assembly of great nations from the north country, and they shall array themselves against her. From there she shall be captured. Their arrows shall be like those of an expert warrior. None shall return in vain. And Chaldea shall become plunder. All who plunder her shall be satisfied, says the Lord. Because you were glad, because you rejoiced, you were destroyers of my heritage. Because you have grown fat like a heifer, threshing grain, and you bellow like bulls, your mother shall be deeply ashamed. She who bore you shall be ashamed. Behold, the least of the nations shall be a wilderness, a dry land, and a desert. Because of the wrath of the Lord, she, she shall not be inhabited, but she shall be wholly desolate. Everyone who goes by Babylon shall be horrified and hiss at all her plagues. Interjection. We are in late April. April. The COVID plague set everybody into uh, sheltering in place mid-March, a month ago. <clears throat> it hit the world in January. Is this the first of uh, the plagues? The Lord says plagues. I think the Lord showed me there will be three. Verse 14, put yourselves in array against Babylon all around. All you who bend the bow, shoot at her. Spare no arrows, for she has sinned against the Lord. Shout against her all around. She has given her hand. Her foundations have fallen. Her walls are thrown down. For it is the vengeance of the Lord. Take vengeance on her. As she has so done, so do to her. Cut off the sower from Babylon. And him who handles the sickle at harvest time. For fear of the oppressing sword, everyone shall turn to his own people, and everyone shall flee to his own land. Interjection. Harvest time, that's October. Verse 17, Israel is like scattered sheep. The lions have driven him away. First the king of Assyria devoured him. Now at last this Nebuchadnezzar king of Babylon has broken his bones. Therefore, thus says the Lord of hosts, the God of Israel, Behold, I will punish the king of Babylon and his land, and as I have punished the king of Assyria. But I will bring back Israel to his home, and he shall feed on Carmel and Bashan. His soul shall be satisfied on Mount Ephraim and Gilead. In those days and in that time, says the Lord, the iniquity of Israel shall be sought, and there shall be none, and the sins of Judah, but they shall not be found. For I will pardon those whom I preserve." Go up against the land of Marathame, against it, and against the inhabitants of Pekud; Waste and utterly destroy them, says the Lord, and do according to all that I have commanded you. A sound of battle is in the land, and of great destruction. How the hammer of the whole earth has been cut apart and broken, how Babylon has become a desolation among the nations. I have laid a snare for you. You have indeed been trapped, O Babylon, and you were not aware. You have been found and also caught because you have contended against the Lord. The Lord has opened his armory and has brought out the weapons of his indignation, for this is the work of the Lord God of hosts in the land of the Chaldeans. Come against her from the farthest border, open her storehouses, cast her up as heaps of runes, and destroy her utterly. Let nothing of her be left. Slay all her bulls. Let them go down to the slaughter. Woe to them, for the day has come, the time of their punishment. The voice of those who flee and escape from the land of Babylon declares in Zion the vengeance of the Lord our God, the vengeance of his temple. Interjection. Those who escape, they declare in Zion. This is the vengeance of the Lord our God. Only those who are walking closely enough to be under the shelter of the wing of the Most High will escape. Verse 29. Call together the archers against Babylon, all you who who bend the bow and camp against it all around. Let none of them escape. Repay her according to her work, according to all she has done, due to her. For she has been proud against the Lord, against the Holy One of Israel. Therefore her young men shall fall in the streets, and all her men of war shall be cut off in that day, says the Lord. Behold, I am against you, O most haughty one, says the Lord God of hosts. For your day has come, the time that I will punish you. The most proud shall stumble and fall, and no one will raise him up. I will kindle a fire in his cities, and it will devour all around him. Thus says the Lord of hosts, the children of Israel were oppressed, along with the children of Judah. All who took them captive have held them fast. They have refused to let them go. Their Redeemer is strong. The Lord of hosts is his name. He will thoroughly plead their case that he may give rest to the land and disquiet the inhabitants of Babylon. A sword is against the Chaldeans, says the Lord, against the inhabitants of Babylon and against her princes and her wise men. Interjection. This is the deep state, the wise men, the sorcerers. Verse 36. A sword is against the soothsayers, and they will be fools. A sword is against her mighty men, and they will be dismayed. A sword is against their horses, against their chariots, and against all the mixed peoples who are in her midst, and they will become like women. A sword is against her treasures, and they will be robbed. Interjection. Who has all the treasures of the world? Verse 38. A drought is against her waters, and they will be dried up. For it is a land of carved images, and they are insane with their idols. Therefore the wild desert beasts shall dwell there with the jackals, and the ostriches shall dwell in it. It shall be inhabited no more forever, nor shall it be dwelt in from generation to generation. As God overthrew Sodom and Gomorrah and their neighbors, says the Lord, so no one shall reside there, nor Son of Man dwell in it. Behold, the people shall come from the north, and a great nation and mighty kings shall be raised up from the ends of the earth. They shall hold the bow and the lance, They are cruel and shall not show mercy. Their voice shall roar like the sea. They shall ride on horses, set in array like a man for the battle. Against you, O daughter of Babylon. The king of Babylon has heard the report about them, and his hands grow feeble. Anguish has taken hold of him, pangs of a woman in childbirth. Behold, he shall come up like a lion from the flood plain of the Jordan, against the dwelling place of the strong. And I will make them suddenly run away from her. And who is a chosen man that I may appoint over her? For who is like me? Who will arraign me? And who is that shepherd who will withstand me? Therefore hear the counsel of the Lord that he has taken against Babylon and his purposes that he has proposed against the land of the Chaldeans. Surely the least of the flock shall draw them out. Surely he will make their dwelling place desolate with them. At the noise of the taking of Babylon, the earth trembles, and the cry is heard among the nations. God bless.